Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about politics. It's not random things, but I am going to make it random because it's going to be random politics. First thing I'm going to tell you right now, it's motivation time. Hey, remember this. Rich people, poor people, poor people act rich, rich people act poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time, okay? And think about that when it comes to paying your bills. Listen, pay your bills. Whatever you got to do, pay your bills. Rob Peter to pay Paul, we don't want to do that, but you just pay your bills. Reason why? Because I'll tell you this. If you prefer to live in a gutter or living in, in, a, in a pine box, go right ahead. But if you want to, if you remember this, if your bills are paid, but you got very little, but you don't have nice things, you're actually wealthy because you're more well off than most people. Some people can have nice things, but, but living in squalor. Don't do that. Just take care of your business. TCB, take care of business. Oh yeah, and remember this, never quit your day job while conquering the world. My daddy always says that, and he means that sincerely. Just don't quit your day job, conquer the world. And whatever you do, don't listen to the shark tanks. Don't listen to the sharks on the shark tank when they tell you, oh, quit your job. You don't seem focused in your job. You don't seem focused in your business. If you give 100, if you give 200% to your business, but also have a full-time job, you, congratulations, you get an A, you get an A in my book. And whatever you do, don't listen to, like I said, don't listen to those sharks. Because I'm going to tell you right now about those sharks. Because if you got a family, you got a wife and kids, and your kids have, ins- and you have insurance from your job, and your wife's not working, but you are, or your wife's working, but doesn't make enough hours, so y'all combined income have to keep y'all afloat, as well as doing the business, keep doing that. Keep doing you. Don't. Don't follow, don't do what those sharks tell you. Because you ask those sharks those same question. When I tell you something, ask those sharks a simple question. Here's a question you ask them. You ask them sharks, hey, um, has any of y'all had any of y'all ever lived in a pine box? Have any of y'all ever lived in a cardboard box? Have any of y'all ever ate out, out of a dumpster when y'all were when y'all when y'all were starting y'all business? They will, they will tell you, well no, we were we were poor. No, no, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you about you being poor. I'm asking you, have you ever ate out of a dumpster when y'all were starting y'all business? And, they, and they're going to say no, and you're going to say me neither. So why are y'all trying to get me to do that? And then walk away, okay? And also remember this, time is money. Money is time. Wasting my time, you're wasting my money. Your time is valuable. Your time is worth and value. I tell everybody, I am worth 990, $990 billion. Per minute, that's what my time is worth. I'm that valuable. That's what value is. I tell everybody that's what my value is on worth. I, 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 I stressfully highly put that value on what my worth is. Because my worth is um, just all about money. I'm very highly valuable. I keep my money is valuable. My time is valuable. So I always say that's what the price is. I'm worth that much. Sincerely telling you the truth. Now, let's talk about politics. Listen, in this day and age, in this in this pandemic of we so-called call the COVID, listen, this is something that's very, very hard to swallow and hard to do. Okay? To each and every one of you out there, I understand. You're probably wondering about. Who do you vote for, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican? But let me give you a little bit of, let me give you a, let me give you the nickel tour. 
Listen carefully. Here's the nickel tour. It doesn't matter whether it's a Democrat or a Republican. They're each going to say, they're each going to tell you something that they promised that they're going to do. Well, let me give you, let me tell you the, let me tell you the nickel. Here's my, here's, here's the nickel. Here's not a penny for my thoughts. Here's a nickel for your thoughts. <coughs> not the penny, the nickel. Okay. They'll tell you, I'm going to lower taxes. I'm going to cut the deficit in half. It's not going to happen. It'll never happen. We'll never cut the debt in half. Reason being, the only way we can get rid of that debt if we bankrupt the whole, bankrupt the whole country. We have to bankrupt the whole country and we have to take everything completely zero. That means the country, we gotta take everything in default. We gotta put a default on everything. The whole government gotta default. Means military can't get paid, no one gets paid. Nobody, not senators, not congressmen, nobody. Everybody, everybody goes bankrupt. Everybody has nothing. They have zero income. That's defaulting on all the loans and everything. They can't pay nobody. Can't pay no other. They can't pay other countries. The dollar becomes. The dollar becomes money. The dollar becomes becomes paper for firewood. That's how much of it's worth. That's the kind of money it's worth. Firewood, paper. Okay. Do you understand? That's what it's worth. That's what I say the value of being devalued the money. That's what you have to do in order to, in order to say, yes, I balance the budget. Okay, now let's go, let's go a little further. Then they, here's this other lie. I'm going to create new jobs when I'm president. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's what he's gonna do. Here's what they. Here's what he or she's gonna do about creating new jobs. Sorry, I don't have the coronavirus or the Rona. I just sometimes have to call because I smoke and I gotta quit smoking. Uh, maybe I should get, maybe I should drink some more coffee. Mm, no, I've been having herbal tea a lot. I'm running low on my herbal tea. I gotta get some more. Oh, I did order some. Yeah, I did. It's in the mail. Hey, I love the postal system. I always order stuff through the mail. Why? It's postal. I don't do FedEx and I don't do UPS. I don't do FedEx or UPS. I just do postal. Why? Because I want to keep employed, keep postal workers employed. Anyone else? Hey, gainfully employed. Postal workers, that's what I do. All right, now, listen to this. So I feel like I listen to this. So it doesn't matter. Democrat, Republican, doesn't matter what, what political party you want. It doesn't matter. Okay, they all promise to create all these jobs for people. Here's the jobs they're talking about creating. In his cabinet, there's a ton of openings because as one person leaves, all the people that he hired, they need new jobs. They need jobs that need to be filled. The director of the director of the um, see director of the, the the attorney general, that job needs to be filled. The CIA director, yes, that has to be filled. Unless he likes the old guy. If you don't like him, he'll get a new person. FBI director has to be fulfilled. Acting FBI director has to be fulfilled. All the different regions, FBI directors got to be fulfilled. Regional FBI director of this region, regional director of this region, those jobs got to be fulfilled. That's what he says when he's talking about creating new jobs. Okay? 
That's what he's talking about when he says, I'm creating these new jobs. When they say, he or she's talking about, I'm creating new jobs. Oh, yeah. And, and they look at this pandemic and they say, well, if you vote for me, the other person did this, the other person did that. Well, that's not how it works in this system. In this, in this two-party or three parties or four-party system, we, um, we tend to forget about, listen carefully, the federal government, and y'all, you ever notice how they say, well, if the president doesn't sign this, he's going to default on his bills and stuff? No, no, it's not, it's not, not nearly true. That's not true. Here's the problem. Say, for instance, you, say, you, you as a person, you and your partner or whoever you're with, whether you're married or life partner or whatever, because you got to be, you know, you like to be married. I don't think you do. No, you don't have to be married because James Buchanan was the only president in history that wasn't married. His, his sister was the first lady. Hey, go figure. So you could do that. So you and your partner or whoever you with, your spouse, you and your spouse, him, way, the, they, that person, whatever, y'all decide to call yourselves, you know, hey, to each his own. Y'all decided, y'all became president. Okay, all right? Now, here's the catch. You become president. Now, you gotta start hiring all these people. I mean, you got all these people in your cabinet you gotta fill. You got all these job openings and slots you gotta fill. Yeah. And you promise that you're gonna do everything that you said on your list you're gonna do. And then you get up there and you say, well, um, I tried to do this. I tried to do that. Well, then it comes down, your four years is up and you didn't do none of the stuff you said you were gonna do. But then all of a sudden you try to go for re-election. Hey, hey, I tried to do what y'all asked me to do, but if you just give me a chance to do it again, I promise I'll do it again. I promise, I promise. See, you hear, hear them say this? What do you got to lose? I promise, I promise. They promised to do everything that they said they were gonna do in the first time they ran. Here's the problem. It's a two-party system in the House and the Senate. There's Democrats and there's Republicans, so they fight. So, so if it's a Republican president, the Democrats are gonna say, Democrats say, I'm not making, I'm gonna make sure you're a one-term, you're a one-term president. Okay, that's the Democrats to the Republican president. Now, it'd be the Democratic president. Here's what the Republicans say. I'm gonna make sure he's a one-term president. And I'm gonna make sure also that every bill that he's pushing through doesn't get passed. So here's what the, here's what the Democrats will say. If it's a Republican, I'm not, I'm gonna veto, I'm gonna say no. Oh, I'm just not gonna be there. I'm gonna say no, 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 no. I'm gonna vote no on every bill or I'm not gonna be there. I'm just gonna walk away. I'm not gonna, not gonna show up. I'm just not gonna show up. Oh, I got meetings at home. I'm gonna visit my constituents and hold town hall meetings. And that's what I'm gonna do, okay? So now, there, that's what happens. That's what happens when you have meetings. That's what happens with your constituents. That's what happens when you're a Democrat or a Republican or whatever. Whoever you are and you're running for president because whoever you are, that's what happens. It's a two-party system and it runs that way. Now, it runs off of the basis of the College of Electoral. 
I heard a lot of people saying they want to get rid of that and start doing the popular vote. But see, there's a problem with that too. See, the popular vote is a person can run, like say, let's give an example. Let's say Jay-Z. We'll go, we'll go hip, we'll go like, we'll go somebody like hip-hop. Jay-Z's running for president. Hold. You know, Jay-Z. Carter. You know, you know, Jay-Z. He's running for president. And let's say. And the next person is running for president will be Ashton Kutcher. He decided he wanted to run because he wanted to make sure that his voice was heard because of the popular vote. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Kanye West's wife decided, oh, let's say Beyonce, she was going to run, but then her husband decided to run. So she's running with her husband, helping him. They decided to help each other by getting this out. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Kanye West decided to get back. Kanye West's wife decided, I want to run. I have a lot of followers and they're really loyal and popular and they love me. See, they're popular votes, they're fans. Their fans get out there and they start voting. And then all of a sudden it's the popularity of who has the more popular people will get in as president. That's called the popular vote. That's what they're talking about. They wanna get rid of that. Now the College of Electoral is meaning that they take all the numbers and they put them all together. Each state has a delegate, a super delegate. They have a delegate and a super delegate. Now the super delegate decides whether who he's gonna, they say, okay, this super delegate says, I put my vote towards this person. And so that person will be the one will get the vote, will get the nom nominee. It's kind of a catch, kind of a terrible system, but also it balances out in a way. It sometimes it does, and sometimes sometimes it does, and sometimes it don't balance out. In a way it does, in a way it don't. And the way it means what I mean by it doesn't balance out is because sometimes uh, the wrong person can get elected, and then sometimes the right person can get elected because of that system. So that's what that means when I talk about the um, the the um, College of Electoral, the Electoral College. So that's how that works. Now you understand that, right? That's in a nutshell. If you want to learn more about politics or anything about, anything about civic government, go to YouTube, put in Schoolhouse of Rock. Schoolhouse of Rock. It's an ABC thing, after school special. Oh, I just love that stuff. You need to watch that. They should teach you I'm just a bill. Talk about the Constitution, the preamble to the Constitution. We the people. In order to form a perfect union, you know I love that song. Well, if you want to, I don't. I'm not going to sing it because he just taught me the principles of the Constitution. I knew that. Taught me fractions. Talks me about um, eight, crazy eight, four plus four, and talks about you know math, science, and knew everything about Sir Isaac Newton and stuff. Yeah, you learn that stuff. So now, yeah, you learn them good things like that. You know, in this great, great, great party system that we have. So now, like I now, like I said, now you understand about the way the system is of running for running for president. So it really don't matter. But you're, they always tell you. You hear how people say, "Well, your vote matters. Your vote matters. Your vote matters. You need to get out there and vote. You need to get out." And then some people say, "Well, I'm not voting because I don't like I don't like either part. I don't like either person." Well, here's the question: Whether you like the Republican or you or you or you whether you don't like. Whether you like the Republican or you like the Democrat, or let's say you hate both of them. Here's the question. When you go vote, because you're going to have to vote, 
You need to vote. Don't don't sit there and say I'm not going to vote because when you when you don't vote, you don't have a voice. So if you don't vote, don't complain. I'm seriously, I'm just telling you, do not complain about anything. Because if you're complaining, you and all people gonna say is, did you vote? Well, no. Then why are you complaining? See, if you voted, then you could have a right to complain. You have a right to you have a right to gripe. You have a right to bitch. Excuse my language. You have a right to you have the right to moan and groan. You have the right to say whatever you feel like because you voted, and you voted. But when people who don't vote think that they have a right to say stuff, but you didn't vote, so why are you talking? Stop. You didn't vote. My thing is, you didn't vote. Why? Why are you speaking? You didn't vote. I'm sorry, but you didn't vote. You need to vote. Make your voice heard. Let the world hear what you have to say. I always say, let the world hear what you have to say. Because when the world hears what you have to say, you'll become a better person, okay? You'll become a better you. I believe in that sincerely. You become a better you. Truly believe that. Trust and believe that. Life is about a gamble, and you need to gamble. Gamble hard. Put your life together. Facts or fiction. Fact is, if you don't vote, don't complain. That's how it is. We know about the two-party system. You know about political government. You don't have to matter whether it's a Democrat or Republican. I don't care. Some people always ask me, well, what do you think? No, it doesn't matter. I can tell you right now, I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative Republican. And they always say, well, you know what the president said about this person, but let me ask you a question. Okay, let me ask you a question. You said the president said, grab him by the, who, grab him by the panoches. Grab him by the chinga de ma, grab him by the panoches, pendejo. Grab him by the panoches. That's what you say. You know, I'm using Spanish because, you know, it's better that way, you know. Or grab him by the JJ. How's that? Now you understand? Okay, now. Did, now that grabbing by the vajayjay, did that, um, did that stop you from going to work? No, but you gotta understand, no, 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 no. Did that stop you from going to work? Because if that did, why? I'm, I'm just wondering, if it didn't stop you from going to work, so what does it gotta do with you? What does that have to do with you? If it did not stop you from going to work, did that stop you from paying your bills? No, it didn't. My question is, it didn't stop you from paying your bills. You paid your bills. You went to work. Did it stop you from loving the people you're around? No, no, no. You still love the people you're around with. Did it stop you from having meaningful relationship with the person you love or try to love or whoever you're with? No. No, it didn't. But you're telling, but you're, but you're mad because he said all these things. Oh, he did not denounce these so-called left-wing radicals and stuff like that. He did not denounce those white nationals. Now, by him not denouncing those white nationals, did that stop you from going to work? Well, no. Did that stop you from not paying your bills? No. Did that stop you? No, seriously. Did that stop you from feeding your family? Did that stop you from saying I love you to your kids if you have kids? If you don't have kids, hey, I'm sorry about that. I just don't know if you have kids. Did that stop you from doing, did that stop you from TCB, taking care of business? Here's my question. If it didn't, why? They're just words. 
Seriously, they're just words, okay? I always say this, they're just words. And words are just only words. And if you only remember one thing, they're just words, okay? They're just words. Now, they're just words, okay? And because they're just words, what is words? What does words got to do? I hear, I hear every time I listen to the, I hear the conservatives, I hear the left wing conservatives, I hear the left wing media, I hear the left wing media, conservative media, and uh, you know the media in general. Well, not conservative media because they're pretty much fair and balanced, and they, well, you know, they actually kind of, kind of, they kind of sometimes they go, sometimes they get a little dirty, and they get wrong sometimes, but majority of the time they're correct. I'm just talking about those media stations of the national networks that say this. They get on national TV and they said the president said this, and he won't denounce these radicals like the, like these radical groups like the, like the Jungle Boys or the Monkey Boys or the Proud, you know, whatever the Proud Family. That's a good cartoon on Nickelodeon. That's a good cartoon. Proud Family and you know Jungle Boys take boy take Jungle off and family and put together you got Proud Boys. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. You know, you got things like that, and, 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 and he won't denounce that. But yet still, but I'm, my question is, because he won't denounce it, I understand people say, well, that's why these, these radical groups are so rampant and stuff, because the president allows them to be rampant. Here's my question. Here's my question. If I came to your house, I say, let's say I came to your, say I came to your house, or your house, your apartment, wherever you dwell at. Okay, <clears throat> okay, I came to your place. We're, go, we're, 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 we're doing this like straight, just keeping it 100% honest. I knocked on your door, and I came to your house. You were coming out of your house, going to work, or going whatever you were going to, wherever you were going, whatever place you were going to. And I started, call, and I started calling you out your name. <clears throat> And I called you out your name. I called you every name in the book, but Jesus. I mean, I cussed you out. I cussed you out and say 10 different languages. Because I knew 10, at that time I knew 10 different languages. I cussed you out 10 different ways to West. I cussed you out 10 different times, 10 different languages. And you understood all of it. But here's my question. But did that, and I did that, right? So, right, and I did that. And I kept doing it every day. And all your neighbors around you said, hey, but you're somebody important. Like, say you're somebody really important. When I say really important, I mean really, really important. Like, say, a mayor, a congressman, but, you know, somebody important or you're a business owner. We'll just go like one of those things. And you're somebody really important. And I kept doing that to you. Now, here's my question. And then all of a sudden it gets on the media and the media says that I kept doing that too. I kept saying those things. And they say, why don't I didn't why don't you denounce why don't you denounce that person? But then you go, uh, uh what? I just ignore him. Let it go. But I keep spilling the same anti-Semitic rhetoric. Anti-Semitic rhetoric. It's like Here's the thing, and I and people get mad at me when I say this. I hear when people say, like I heard a person once said this. He said a he said a thing about um, 
Jewish people. And I don't know, he was just, I, he, I mean, he wasn't being funny. And he wasn't being, I mean, he wasn't being funny. And he wasn't being serious. He was just being tomfoolery, a little tomfoolery. He was talking, he was just a little tomfoolery. He was just joking about what he said because he didn't take it seriously because he didn't, what he said was, he was like, and I'm just, I'm just playing. But people thought that he was all anti and they wanted him fired. They wanted him, they wanted him shanghaied. They wanted him hung up on a flagpole, tied to a flagpole. And they wanted him tied up and tarred. They wanted him tarred and feathered. They wanted him tarred and feathered. Here's my question. Here's my thing. Shut up. Here's my question. Shut up. Okay? Shut up. I say that sincerely when I mean that sincerely. Shut the hell up. Okay? They're people. People say things. Now sometimes if you're saying it out of context and you say it with malice, if you say it with malice and intent, then you must, then you mean to be racist. I remember, oh yeah, get off subject. This is a little off subject. This is on subject, but a little off subject. I remember one time I was young, real, real, real young. I was in my thing. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Because I'm a little bit up in age. I gotta, I gotta date myself. Yeah, okay. It's back in the 80s. I was in high school. Yeah, in the 80s I was in high school. I worked a summer job. I had this summer job I did. And in this summer job I did, I, I worked in the downtown area. Well, it just so happened I had caught the mass transit bus. And I was on my way to work. And I got off the downtown, downtown, where I lived at, which is in the heart of the great city, City of Fountains, birthplace of jazz, birthplace of the American Negro League. Y'all should know that city. Great barbecue, best barbecue in the world. Best soul food in the world. Best people in the world from that city. That's why. So now you know. If you don't know what that is, just look up. Birth of jazz, birth of Midwest jazz, and city of fountains. That'll tell you what city it is. So now you know. Okay. Now, while I was standing there, I just happened to come up and I saw a crowd of people, you know, not a negative Nancy, but I was nosy. So I walked up and I stood in the middle of this crowd. They were having a Klan rally. A Klan, were ha Klan had got his permit. The, the, Klu the Knights of the Klu Klux Klan got their permit to hold a rally. They were going down the street yelling white, yelling white power, white God, my white God is here. And the guy stopped and he started, you know, preaching about how God is white and his white power and purity and, and that we're going to rid the Mongols and the mixed racing and inbreeding and the inbreds and stuff. And, and, and that's why the devils, that's why we are the pure race and everything. We are the Aryan pure race and God loves us and, and all this stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. well, I kind of, I looked at it, I was like, wow, shocked me. I was like, hmm, nice. I kind of go, hmm, not bad. He was spitting his stuff, his propaganda. That's what they were doing. Then he went this way. I peeked through, they started walking down the road. Guy walks up, guy walks up to me. I didn't have, never met the guy. 
Don't know what he was. He had a white t-shirt on. He had black boots on, red, red laces. He had combat, he had black junk, he had black combat boots on, red laces, and he had jeans on and a white t-shirt. And guess what he yelled? Called me the N-word and it spit on me, dead in my face. Pre-COVID, that was during the time of the AIDS pandemic. That was during the day, that was during the time of the, um, the AIDS rampant. AIDS was going really rampant. But I wasn't thinking like that because I was just this human being living life. You know, and I just lived this normal, statistically satire, um, political life. And I just was living a normal life. And I stood there and I, and the guy just looked at me. All I could do was just, people looked at me. The police were standing there. And you know the weird thing that the police did? The cop looked at me and said, I know what you're thinking, I know what you want to do. But I'm going to tell you something, don't do it. He says, the reason why I'm telling you don't do it is because what you're thinking about doing, you shouldn't do. I know. You want to just, you want to knock the living crap out that person. I know you do. I, I bet you do. Me, on the other hand, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I'm with you, okay? I know you want to. I know you want to beat, I know you want to beat the crap out that person. Well, let me give you some advice. Just don't do it. Because when you do it, you're stooping to their level. That's what I mean when it comes to being ignorant. Don't. The, you know, <laughs> did that person stop me from getting my job? That person stopped me from going to work? No, not really. I went to work. I went, I went straight to work. Told my boss. My boss asked me, what did I do? I said, nothing. And he said, why? I said, because I'm not about to lose. I'm not, not about to, not about to, he didn't stop me from getting my money. He made it. He made it. He made it hurt my pride, but pride is that's it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm all about. I, I'm here to work. I need to get I need to get paid. I got bills. At the time at the time I had apartment with my friends and we roomed together. Ooh, didn't want to do that again. That was a long time. I was young, immature. You know, everybody else. I paid my part of the rent. They paid their part of the rent. They, well, some of them did. Others took money and partied with it. And then sit there and go, hey, can you cover my half? I'll give it back to you, payday. And yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't work out too good. But hey, it was a lesson learned. I learned a lot. I learned a valuable lesson. Yeah, so that's how it works. And I learned a valuable lesson about that. So, so when I tell you about this political headrick and of this party system, I mean it seriously. That's how the system works. So, I mean, you don't, don't judge a person, don't judge a book by its cover. That's what I mean. Never judge a book by its cover, okay? You know, you can catch more fish with, you can catch more, you can catch more bees with honey than with vinegar. Remember that, okay? You can catch more bees with honey than with vinegar. And you know, you know what honey is, don't you? If you don't know what honey is, honey is nothing but their nothing. Honey is nothing but the spit, nothing but the food that they chew, regurgitated back up. They they go and get this nectar. They start regurgitating it. They're chewing it up, stored in their body, and then they turn around and they cough it back up. It's the vomit, and that's what it is. It's the vomit because they then they store it in their body and then it processes and they spit it up, and then that's when they, and then it, and then it ferments. When it ferments, it becomes honey. 
That's what honey is. Seriously. That's what honey is. So, okay. All right. Whoa! I went a little too far. So, I went over. Sorry about that. So what I'm going to tell you in closing is that you need to know about the two parties. Now you understand about politics. Now you understand about how it is. So, like I said, don't vote on someone because someone tells you to hate that person because of what he said. Because if what he said stopped you from getting your paycheck, then you should vote on him. But if what he said didn't stop you from going to work, if that person didn't put his hands on you, if he didn't put his hands on you, but what he said didn't, if, that, what he, if what he said affected you emotionally, then you need to go see mental health. You need to seek counseling. You need to get some help. I'm seriously, you need to get some mental health because you had some issues. You need to work out. And that person who's in the office didn't do it. You had some undertone issues that you need to work out because whatever you need to work out, you need to work them out yourself because apparently you have issues. If whatever that person said to you offended you, sorry, just keeping it real and I'm keeping it actually 100. But I'm going to tell you this, I got to go, got to take care of some business, I got to pay the water bill, and I will talk to you later. This is J.R. Bell, and I got your sixth podcast, okay, and hey, remember, Bravo 6, going dark.